Welcome to the REI Foundation Podcast, where we cover all the steps and strategies to make your real estate dreams a reality. Now your hosts, Jason and Peely. Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Real Estate Investing Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. It's just Peely today, but I have an amazing, amazing woman with me today. She wrote the Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Secrets of a Top Agent Revealed. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to welcome Karen Briscoe. Welcome, Karen. Well, thank you, Peely. I'm delighted to be here because as we chatted a little bit about real estate and there's so much to share, but we can cover it in five-minute nuggets or whatever. <laughs> well, let's, let's, However you want to cover the topic, we can do it. Let's at least take about a half an hour of your time. Right. Sure. I got five. I've got, I've got that much. I'm awesome. Awesome. Well, a little bit about Karen. Karen is the principal owner of Huckabee Briscoe Conroy Group, HBC, with Keller Williams. The HBC group has been recognized by the Wall Street Journal as one of the 250 top realtor teams in the United States. That's huge. One of the top 250 real estate teams in the United States. Since 1977, the HBC group has sold over 1,500 homes valued at over $1.5 billion. The team consistently sells over 100 residential properties annually, ranging from multi-million dollar luxury estates to condominiums and townhomes. Primary market areas include North Virginia, suburban Maryland, and Washington, D.C. As a real estate professional, professional, Karen is a member of the Institute of Luxury Home Marketing, the FIABCI International Real Estate Federation, and Women's Council of Realtors. Karen earned a master's, master's degree from Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas, and received her BA from Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri, her hometown. Through HBC Group, Karen and her business partner, Lizzie Conroy, launched Community Charity Champions to raise funds for nonprofit groups and organizations. Wow. Boom. And was rewarded the Social Corporate Responsibility Award by the Greater McLean Chamber of Commerce. Karen attributes her life worth living to God, her husband, Andy, children, Drew and Callie, her family and countless friends and business associates. I am so honored to know you, Karen. Let us talk. Yes. Well, there's lots to talk about. So um, I thank you for that. That is a, the reason why I think that's important to know is because then you know where I'm coming from in terms of experience level and the wealth and breadth of real estate I've seen through the years. I actually started in commercial real estate in the early 80s and did residential lot development. So I've seen how you start from dirt and then you end up with houses. And then (laughs) when I returned to work, my husband's career brought us to the DC area. And when I returned to work, I wanted to get back into commercial real estate. And I worked for the Starbucks company who had the account for um, Nextel and we did sales engineering warehouse offices and it was to me very boring I a lot of people think commercials really interesting but I thought it was really boring because you see one sales engineering warehouse office you see them all <laughs> in residential you get to be involved in people's lives and in even on the investment side you're helping people build wealth and so I, I really found that 
I have the attributes of what I call the hard and soft side. I have the hard side of the, you know, determining value and helping people find value in real estate. At the same time, recognizing the personal aspects in many, many cases, particularly in residential for buying homes and being sensitive to that and helping people in their life stages. So that's, that's a nutshell of how I got to where I am. But because I have such a background in commercial real estate, I do have a lot of investor clients and I'm an investor myself. So that's why I was delighted to be asked to be on your podcast. Fantastic. And I'm, I'm so happy we're here. Now that we know a little bit about your background, tell us about real estate success in five minutes a day. Seriously, five minutes. <laughs> I probably spend at least, at least five to eight hours, if not more a day. So how can you do it in five minutes? Tell us a little bit about this book. What was your inspiration to write it? So the inspiration came from, as often happens when people achieve and realize a certain level of success and experience other people want to know how you do it right so i've been doing coaching and speaking and training and my stories really seem to resonate with people because they were what i call sticky they were memorable and what i found is is that there's a lot of books and information available and it's text textbook style it's, it's really heavy and it's not as interesting and it's not as memorable and oftentimes people weren't reading books or when they do attend seminars, it would be almost tsunami effect, too much information. Yes. And then the inspiration side, I think, is key because when you're inspired, you're more likely to remember, you're more likely to be able to put it in practice, you're more likely to do it, which is the point, right? Because if you do any kind of training or reading or anything and you don't put it into practice, then it's just basically entertainment, right? Implementation so, is... Implementation, absolutely. We are big on implementation on this podcast. Absolutely. So because otherwise it's just fluff, right? Exactly. And so and, and so the book is a combination of both, this information and inspiration. So it becomes transformational and it has a takeaway every day. And what I found is, is that there's this quote by F.M. Alexander that people do not decide their futures, they decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. Because what, what happened is people would say they didn't have enough time uh -huh. to invest in their personal and business development. And I was like, well, do you have five minutes a day? And everybody said, well, I have five minutes. And I'm like, okay, well, just do five minutes. Because if you do five minutes every day, then what will happen is, is you will build this wealth, this repertoire of knowledge and inspiration for when you do have a, a reason or a purpose to use it, you then have it to draw on. You're more likely to remember it if you, if you do five minutes a day, actually, than if you did you know, tsunami effect and tried to read the whole book in one sitting, which I don't recommend because that's not the way it's designed to do. And, and, and inspiration and motivational literature has had this daily reader for eons the difference between this is, is it really is a real estate book. It's just set up to be read every day. And that habit is what leads, it's a domino effect in a lot of cases. What leads to success is that, and I've had many, many cases where people come back to me and said, Karen, it works. And I'm like, well, that's because you can remember it. Because if you don't remember it, it's not going to do you any good, right? I and, love it. I yeah, love it. So I love that's how, how the impact happens. That is amazing. I love how you put this together because not only are we big on implementation here, we're big on having a daily routine 
like a daily morning routine or a daily yes. routine no matter what. So how can somebody who has a daily routine or is thinking about having a daily routine incorporate this? Well, so I am actually a fan of Hal Elrod and the Miracle Morning. I don't know if you're familiar yes. with him. Okay. Huge on Hal Elrod. Yay. So he's endorsed the book as part of a, the component of the Miracle Morning. And there is a Miracle Morning for Real Estate Agents by yes. Hal and Michael J. Mayer. And the idea of the miracle morning is you start your day right and the rest of the day will go better. And again, back to the investing in yourself because I'm busy like everybody else. And, and really, in a lot of ways, busy is kind of the new you know, norm, if you will. Everybody's like, well, if you're not busy, you must not be doing anything. But at the same time, what are you busy doing? Because if you really do believe you are your biggest asset, then you would be investing more in yourself. And I had the same limiting belief. And I thought I didn't have enough time or money to do the things I wanted to do. And I read this book called The Big Leap by um, Gay Hendricks. And he talks about time and how it is really truly a man created phenomenon. And there's a scarcity perspective of time. And that's from Newton. And that is that one minute doing something you hate to do, or he uses the example of sitting on a hot stove, one minute seems like an hour. It just is like, takes forever. But when you're doing something you love, or with your beloved, or someone you love, doing what you love, one minute flies by, right? Very true. Very true. So I'm like, okay, well, if you're doing five minutes that really is going to have an impact on your business and life, then the five minutes will actually it, it, it has the potential to be exponential. That's and that, that's where that, that effect comes from. So as part of the morning routine, back to Hal Elrod, he has this acronym called SAVERS. Mm -hmm. And that is, he uses the acronym just so it'll be easy to remember. Some of them don't quite fit, so you have to work with me on this. But the S is silence or meditation. Yes. I'm telling you, meditation has really become at the forefront a lot of thought leaders now as to this back to the busyness it's quieting the mind and, and then with uh with the s you can do meditation, meditation prayer you prayer. can do anything that you can go within yourself and become one and it's all about silence it is it's about listening as yeah. much as it because i think we and, and it, it's interesting i've talked to many 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 high achieving people very type a personalities drivers as myself the value in it is just the one minute even. <laughs> it can be exponential. Then A, affirmations uh, in terms of setting a positive mindset. And then you have V for visualization. So visualizing your future. Actually, what Hal says is to create the, to live the life you love while you create the life of your dream. So that's a visualization. And I take that the next step and say co-create the life of your dreams because I have people in my life I want to create my life of my dreams with them yes and then you have exercise mm -hmm. and then you have reading which is the component of the five minute success or other there you go there's there's and then and then you have that's where that comes in in the morning routine and then the final one is scribing or journaling in terms of reflecting a lot of people do a gratitude in the morning and then a reflection, gratitude, affirmation in the evening. And there's lots of great tools for that. So that's a way that people can incorporate as part of their daily routine and build it in. So what many people I've found do in real estate or 
use, I've had many sales professionals read Real Estate Success in Five Minutes Day because the, the, the principles are pretty universal. Many of them will do their inspiration or motivational reading and then they'll segue right before they're wanting to get into their business part of their day and do that reading then. So that's how many people have incorporated it. That is fantastic. It sounds like, it sounds like your book was featured in Inman and you've, you've been featured by Hal Elrod. Um, here, I'll just read this. Um, it was featured as a must read for your best year in real estate in 2017. Amazon Rock ranks the book in the top 1% in its category. And it's been endorsed by industry leaders like Hal Elrod, uh, Pat Heben, and Michael J. Mayer. And this, that's just, that's just, it's fantastic. So it sounds like a lot of people had read, have read your book. What kind of, what's the best story that you've heard from a real estate agent on how this book has impacted their lives? Well, I think the best story was the first one. And that was this gentleman. I, apparently he had gotten my book at a, a quarterly mastermind. And then we ended up being at the same event in Richmond and another part of Virginia. And he came up to me and he goes, your book works. And I'm like going, well, he goes, he goes, I've been reading it. I'm like, yay. <laughs> well, first of all, you got it. Then you read it. And he goes, it works. And I'm like, well, tell me what happened. Cause you must have a story here. He said, I, I read, he even remembered the episode or the, um, the entry. And it was um, uh, the uh, first mover advantage. And I remember it's in November and he remembered the date and everything. And he goes, it was like November 17th, first mover advantage. And he goes, I read it. And I go, oh, that's interesting. And the concept is what happens in markets. There can't often be a first mover advantage. So the first person to get to market is going to have the advantage. Now there's also a second mover advantage. So there, but there, the, the concept is sometimes you want to be first on the market, right? So mm -hmm. he was at a listing appointment a couple of days later and he was, the seller was like, no, I think I'm going to wait till spring. And he's like, oh, well, what can I say? <laughs> Change your mind. He goes, have you ever heard of first mover advantage? And the guy's like, well, no, tell me more about it. And he explained it. He goes, you know what? You're right. I should be first to market and I'm going to do that. And so he did and he sold the house. And so the, the reason why that story was such an impact for me was it was like the first person I didn't know well, who like outside of my sphere, I'd put it into practice to success. And I was like, oh my gosh, you need to tell the story. So I was like, we got to videotape this. <laughs> so we videotape it. And then that started all these other success videos. Other people started sending them in going, this is my story. This is how it worked for me. And this is my story. And so that kind of set this chain of reaction. But I will never forget him because it was, he demonstrated what I thought would happen. That is fantastic. What a value add you've given to real estate agents and real estate investors all over the world. So let me, because this is, it says that this is for real estate agents, but how can a real estate investor take this and incorporate it into their business? Well, so a lot of professionals and, and salespeople and really a lot of people are using this for other like there's a lot of lenders that are using the lenders use it because then they understand the what the real estate agent or professional is going through people who are buyers and sellers are reading it because they're going i want to understand what the markets are like and what the real estate agent how their perspective is for the investor it's pretty similar it's because there's a lot of it also that there's components to 
key components really to all sales entrepreneurial endeavors and they're all covered in the book so even though the book is every day well the other aspect i didn't share is is the book every day is different mm -hmm. because i feel like a lot of people who get into sales and entrepreneurs they really love the idea of something new all the time that's why they're attracted to sales because a shiny object squirrel phenomenon they're very easily <laughs> distracted right that's me yeah squirrel. so like you know <laughs> Reading a book from chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, you'd be bored, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least I've, I heard that a lot. And so every day is different, but it has a structure and the structure follows the basic fundamentals, which is in any sales or entrepreneurial, you have to have a lead. You have to have a, a customer, a client, a prospect to work with. In an investor's case, you have to have a property, right? To work with. Um, in, and then that's what I call commit to get leads. Then consult to sell is the process so everybody goes through a process because there's negotiations there's inspections there's valuations there's all the steps to go through till settlement so investors are going to do that too and the more they understand that the better they're going to um, be in their their investing decisions and then what often happens is people get stuck in this kind of hamster wheel feedback or, or loop of they get a lead or they get a house or they'll get a project and they'll get it to settlement and then they'll wake up and go, oh, I don't have anything to do. I need to go do that again. Whereas connect to build and grow is to create a sustainable enterprise that has an, a, it actually has more of systems and leverage and how to build so that then you can get out of that loop, right? Because that's why a lot of people become investors, right? Because they, yeah. they want to be, they don't want to be only as good as their next deal. And they would have they want passive income. So this is a way to set those systems up. And then all of it is surrounded by success, thinking, activities, and vision. Because mindset, motivation, what we talked about, miracle morning, habits, all of that is how you're going to achieve success at a higher level in uh, business and life. So that's the basic value for the investor is that you'll have this wealth of information. Uh, but I do talk about investing in the book. And a couple of my favorite stories on that when you you brought that up is the the whole idea of the proverb that when was the best time to plant a tree yes what 20 years ago yep and when's the next best time now yes and i was here in a podcast interview recently with somebody about investor go yeah i wish i would have bought more at 09 i'm like well yeah <laughs> but it's 2018 so um so what are you going to do you know now that you can you know to impact your future Exactly. And that, that's in one of the themes is in there. But the other one is the idea of passive. Mm -hmm. And this was a real epiphany for me when I, my husband is, uh, did a corporate career in public policy. So 40 years, you know, saving money and putting it in the market and accumulating wealth that way. And I'm not saying there's no value in that, but we did that. But when we started investing in real estate, the leverage ability of real estate, if you think about it, even if you just go and do it the traditional way and you put 20% down, mm -hmm. you get to buy a 100% asset with 20% down. You, you can't go do that in the market. So that's the first thing to keep mm -hmm. in mind. And then the other, the, the tenant is paying the mortgage. So the tenant, someone else is paying the other 80%. So you get 100% of something or 20%, and this is if you do it the traditional way. And, and I was like, 
oh my gosh, why aren't more people doing this? Because really, yeah, why, why am I giving away the big secret here? Why no, we're all about giving away secrets of women's mentality. Yeah, secrets of a top agent reveal. Why is not everybody doing that? Exactly. Because that, even if you just do it the old-fashioned way, you still are way ahead of the market in the stock market or any other kind of investment vehicle. And then the other aspect of that was the other aha. So I had, I've had many epiphanies, but the other one related to investing is the fact that really the purpose of it is to create an asset that generates income, right? So if you think about it, to, to generate a million dollars in to put in investment vehicles like stock market or money market, whatever, you have to earn way more than a million dollars. Yes. Right? Because you have to pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it, you really are talking about what, a million three, a million four to get a million dollars? Let's go with a million four. Okay. You have to earn 40% more to get the same asset. Okay. And if to, to, to create that asset, it's probably going to take some time. Yes. Okay. What you really want is the income that's earned off of that asset because that is what gives you freedom. And that is what we we're trying to go for. You have given us so much today. Oh my goodness, my head is exploding. I want, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna tell all of our listeners today, I flipped through the book and the little tidbits that I saw, I was, my mind was blown. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the 66-day challenge. Ah, oh, and good And then for we're going to invite Karen back on for another little podcast. And we're going to talk about her book. And I'm going to tell her what I learned as not only a real estate agent, but as a real estate investor. And let's all try. And if you can get a hold of this book, please feel free to jump on the challenge with me. And let's all discuss this book. Because I am excited. I know there's a lot of investors out there, a lot of real estate agents that are just grinding away, getting their businesses done, reading books, educating themselves. But having a book that just says, here's five minutes, ingest this, put it out there, implement it, and you're just basically building your business at five minute increments. So at the end of the 66 day challenge, where your business was and where your business will be, will be, it'll be infinite, really. It's, this is an incredible book and I can't wait to start. But I want to know more about you now. Ah, about okay. Aaron. I feel like I shared, but what do you want to know? <laughs> what is your big why? My big why in, in the beginning, it was very family-oriented, and it still is. I raised my children and my, helped supported my husband's career. My big why is since that time, so I'm at uh, the other side, and is a couple of them. One is that there, you may probably know the proverb to if you throw a pebble in a pond and, you know, the ripples that are affected. Yes. So I want to be that pebble. I want to be that pebble that has that kind of impact, that the ripples that go out, that the, the ideas, the creativity, the inspiration, the information that I provide is, it helps other people achieve success at a higher level. Because what I found is, is that there's great, great meaning in being successful. And, and, and I still sell houses, and that's where I really am most successful. 
and I, and I enjoy my clients and I enjoy doing that, but really it's very, very empowering when I help other people achieve at a high level, because that is where you really can have this exponential effect. And that's where I, I see myself now in more of what I call the creative spaces. And I, I also have a podcast of five minute success. And so these in the, the books and online courses and all of this is where I feel like I'm now contributing and giving back because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too. What a great value add. Oh, wow. What a great value add. So where do you see yourself in five years? Ah, that's an interesting question. <laughs> if I look back five years mm -hmm. and I look about where I could go in five years, I'm going, oh my gosh, I just got started. It's <laughs> so exciting because really that, that book, The Big Leap, was a very, it was a big paradigm shift for me. I, before then I had a lot of lack, scarcity mentality, thinking there wasn't enough time or money to do the things I wanted to do. And, and what I found is, is it's really actually the other way around. Mm -hmm. When I do the things I want to do and that I'm designed to do and created to do, I actually have more energy and time to do the other things. And so you never have, never have enough time to do the things you don't really want to do. You really don't. And so I, going forward in the next five years, I would say, you know, a life and no regrets. I'm, I'll be 60 next year. I, I'm getting ready to do my first triathlon sprint. I, <gasps> Congratulations. I, uh, yeah, it's exciting. I, uh, <laughs> I've already done my swim, so I know I can do it. And I, I hiked Machu Picchu with my son. And so I really have a lot of travel and, and personal, you know, success things to do. But also I feel like there's still, there's so many more books in me and there's so many more ideas in me and have, meeting more people and, helping them achieve at a higher level. That's what I see the next five years, but I can't even visualize it. I, Cause again, if I go back the last five years, I would, I wouldn't have seen where I am today. So I'm <laughs> keeping my op open to the universe to what the universe has in store for me. Well, let's talk about book writing a little bit too. Yes. What gave you the, uh, the drive, the oh. permission to <laughs> write a book of this magnitude that's affected so many people? So that really was a several, like two or three things that happened at once. So I had read The Big Leap and I had gone on, I was in this executive coaching group and we were on a retreat and we were supposed to take a deep dive into one idea. And I had been talking about a book for several years. So many people told me I should be writing a book and I kept saying, didn't have enough time. And so I was on this retreat and one of the things we were to do is to come up with all the things that were stopping us from doing what it is we said we wanted to do. And then we were going to present on, on Sunday. And I, I got to Sunday and I was like, well, the only one stopping me is me. Mm -hmm. And the good news about that is I can change me. <laughs> I don't have to wait for the market to change or other people to change or the circumstances to change. I can change me. And so then it was a matter of time. Remember, I didn't think I had enough time. Yes. And so that was when I had uh, read a book by Gretchen Rubin called, on habits called Better Than Before. And she talked about daylight savings time and how in the fall, when it, you fall back, you actually gain an hour, right, mentally. Mm -hmm. And she said, just your body clock is already up an hour early. So get up that early and do whatever it is you want to do and do it then. And I'm not a morning person. And this is before I met Hal Alrod. I met Hal Alrod because of this. 
And I'm like, but if I believe that I'm supposed to write this book, that I'm going to get up an hour early. And then the third, like epiphany and all these things happen within a couple of weeks time. So they were like these lightning bolts. I love it. It was a book called um, The Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And she says that the universe, in the universe, there's all these ideas floating around. And when they come to you, you have a choice. And you can do the idea that's meant for you, or you could not do it. And somebody else, if it's time has come, will do it. And I was on an airplane and I thought to myself, well, not only do I need to write my book, I need to write it now. Mm -hmm. Because the universe told me to write this book. I had this idea. And if I don't write this book, somebody else is going to write it. And then I'm going to go, wait a minute, that's my book. <laughs> and so these, all these things happened at once. Now, this was in 2015. Remember when the market with the, the new trade guidelines and how yes. the market was terrible? Uh-huh. I remember and I, that. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be my sabbatical. I'm going to have three Perfect months timing. to my book. So <laughs> I did kind of take a sabbatical and I wrote my book. Well, I, I, it took longer than three months. And then I got to January and like my business had just like stopped. I'd gone from like riding, selling a house a week to selling like a house a month. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get back to work. So I double timed, had my best year ever, wrote the book, the book came out. But it really, the, the power is in the fact that I have a choice. And you have a choice too. Everybody's <laughs> choice. When people say they don't have time, in fact, there's a quote by Leo Tizu, and it's, Time is a created thing. To say I don't have time is like saying I don't want to. It's the same thing. Really I just, is. you just, I just got goosebumps. That's it really true. Is. so true. So people make time for doing the things that they they really want to do, and blame if you're doing things you it. don't want to do, then 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 why? <laughs> why are you doing that? I mean, it's a finite commodity, so you don't get it back. So why are you doing the things you don't want to do? Wow. Oh my goodness. I mean, you've just given us so much right there. My, my head's kind of exploding right now. Well, it is pretty big. I have to say <laughs> it's taken me, I've been sitting with it for several years now, but the more I think about it and the more I live into it, the, and, and that's the empowering. It's so empowering. I'm glad I discovered it now. You're so young. Look, you're young. You're discovering this at a young age. So you have, you have so many more years to enjoy that experience. Well, for everybody out there that's listening, I mean, basically what Karen is saying is take action. If you have these amazing ideas, whether it's writing a book, whether it's getting into real estate, whether it's becoming an agent, whether it's becoming a top agent, take those ideas, grab onto them, learn how to learn how to implement them and then implement them. You have no reason not to, you have nothing stopping you except for yourself. So, Along that, those lines, what steps would you give to someone new to real estate as vital pieces for someone to look to start their journey into real estate? Well, really, truly, and, and this is true for everybody, but if it really is a lead generation business because the people who are successful and sustain success are the ones that have leads and you really can't have too many leads. And if you do have too many leads, you have choices. And so choices are a good thing, right? Yes. So the people that are, are going to achieve at a high level are the ones that are going to figure out lead generation. And there's lots of different strategies for it. If you, the most common to get into production really fast is the people, you know, because people who know you and trust you, I mean, the statistics are if it's a random 
cold call, door knocking, open house, whatever. You have to talk to 100 people and 10 will have a meaningful conversation with you and three will meet with you and do something and one will actually go to settlement. So mm -hmm. your odds are one to 100, right? Yep. But if you talk to 10 people who already know you, <laughs> then three are likely to meet with you and one will do something with you. You just decrease your odds 10 times. I just gave you yeah. 10 times. You could, you could go exponential really fast. And I think that if you want to, I find that a lot of people, they, they want to do real estate, but they, they miss that. They think that because they have their license, that they, because they like houses, they like people, they think that that is enough. And, and I find that if you can generate business, everything else will figure out its, itself. But if you don't have any business, you don't have any people to work with, it doesn't matter how great your marketing is or how great your website is or how great your systems are, you don't have anything to do. I'm going to take Karen's suggestion one step further. So Karen's talking about your sphere of influence, your SOI. So, and we, we say this in the podcast very often, and I hope you all are listening out there. Tell everyone you know what you are doing. If you get your license, tell everybody. If you purchase your first house as, as an investor, tell everybody. If you close your first house with a client, tell everybody. Tell everybody what you're doing. Toot your own horn for goodness sake. Get it out there. You're not, you're not having an inflated ego. This is what social media is for. You get it out there. Let people know what you're doing because you never know. Your Aunt Susan in Colorado's best friend's boyfriend's mother might be <laughs> selling her house. And you're like, how can I help her? It's called a referral. For all you agents out there, you know what a referral is. Anybody, you can get business from anybody these days. So get out there and tell people what you're doing. So thank you, Karen, for that. Thank you for reminding people to touch on their sphere of influence because really your sphere is infinite now with, with the onslaught oh, of... And, and the studies have shown that it's actually the weak ties. So it's like yes. that little chain of events, you know, uh -huh. the, you know, your aunt's, you know college roommate or whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's more likely because that's where sometimes I think people take it personally. And I have to say, I have to confess, I, I, you know, I have to put on my bulletproof vest too, because I get my feelings hurt when people don't pick me. But oftentimes your immediate friends, your closest sphere of influence may not pick you. And, and to, first of all, be a professional and recognize that they have the reasons, but they're often will refer you to the other people and you just don't know who's watching. I can I could give you lots of those kind of dominoes yes. where I'm like going, oh well, that's where that person came from. And so, but you have to put it out there. And this is the other part of that is I know you've heard of the law of attraction. Yes. So this is my thoughts on the law of attraction when it comes to to lead generation, and is that it's not a matchy matchy. Okay. So in my experience, I call Jane, but it's it's. Joe that calls me. But what I'm doing is by calling Jane, I'm putting out into the universe that I am ready, willing, and able to accept all business coming my way. Bring it on, right? Come, come, come. And it's opening up that energy. Yes. Okay. So if Jane doesn't call me back, I'm not going to take that personally. She's I'm on her radar. She's not ready. Whatever. It'll happen when it happens. But because I told the universe that I was ready, then then that business comes from somewhere else. So 
that's why it's imperative that we do it first. Yes. It's not their job to contact us. It's our job to contact them, them, but mostly because you want to put that energy out into the universe to attract opportunity. And if you send out those ideas, then the ideas will come back. That is exactly, that's exactly my mindset. And I want to like point out a little golden nugget that you said is just a little thing, but this might help some of our listeners, especially the real estate agents out there. So you said, you know, our, you know, your mom, your sister, your brother, your aunt may not pick you. Yeah. Do not get angry. Just be like, thank you for letting me, letting me like say what I had to say, letting me try and get your business. If you know of anybody else that might be selling um, here, you know what my value is. Uh, please let them know. Never get angry at your family because if, if you know as well as I do, your family can be also the first ones to say, don't go with this person. So again, another golden nugget from Karen, take it as it comes, put out the positivity out there, put out that you're looking for the opportunities and the opportunities will come back towards you. Awesome. So last couple of questions. What are some words that you live by? Well, I really totally believe in this idea of abundance thinking. And I have to say, again, I'm, I'm, I have to confess I'm new to this because I, I really came out of, I think the, the I have depression era parents and I also came out of the commercial side where you're always looking at risk management and determining, you know, what the worst case scenario. And, and I'm like, well, why not consider the best case scenario? <laughs> you know? exactly. and, and so I, I have to use a lot of the, the miracle morning is very powerful for me with the affirmations and the visualizations and, and to look for where opportunity is and it isn't, it, it's very similar to the law of attraction in the lead generation aspect. What I found is it's not necessarily a matchy matchy, but it is uh, when you put it out into the universe, what comes back is still very, oftentimes it's better than I predicted. And so this whole idea of abundance thinking that there will always be more and being collaborative and being generous uh, has really been something that I've found to be very empowering. Yeah, I live my life and I run my businesses with that exact mentality. It's a, it's one of the forefront of one of our mission statements uh, for our real estate team. So thank you for that. Um, so again, thank you for being on our show. This has been amazing. When, um, when people are looking for you, what is the best way to contact you and how is the best way to get a hold of your book, The Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Secrets of a Top Agent Revealed? Well, of course, Amazon and there's Audible. I listened to the Audible. A wonderful friend of mine, Julie Riesler, read the book for me. The There's print, of course, and then there is the um, Kindle version. I have to say the Commit to Get Lead 66 Day Challenge is not out on Audible yet, but we are hopefully releasing that soon. So that would have to be print or Kindle. And the 5-Minute Success website. So if you want to buy bulk purchases of the books, please contact me there because I can definitely give you a great rate. The Facebook page is, or the group, is a great way. We Every day we put a prompt up for the takeaway for the day. So we have a great dialogue going on. Other people are sharing their ahas and, and what they, how they are putting into effect, plus the 5-Minute Success podcast. So we have amazing guests. Uh, our podcast comes out twice a week. So we always have that up there as well. So lots of ways to, to reach out and 
and there's other social media, but those are the primary ones. And I would be honored and, and to help anybody with achieving at a higher level. That's what I, I'm here to serve and to, to share my wisdom that if I can do it, you can too. I love that. So you can find her on Facebook. You can find the podcast. Again, I'm going to put that out there, Five Minute Success Podcast with Karen Briscoe. So look that up on iTunes whenever you have a chance. Again, Karen, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. So grateful. Well, I'm delighted to be here and I'm looking forward to hearing the 66 day challenge on your Commit to Get Leads and, and uh, let's doing this again. Yes, please. So this is the Real Estate Investing Foundation podcast with Jason and Peely. Thank you so much for coming on, Karen. And thank you all, all of our listeners out there. So grateful for you to you for listening. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Bye now. Thanks for tuning into the REI Foundation podcast. Check back next time for more awesome tips and strategies to launch your new you in real estate.